welcome to the Acupuncture Outsider podcast. My name is Richard Hazel, and in the time it takes for you to commute to or from work, I hope to have shared something of interest about orthopedic acupuncture using motor points, trigger points, myofascial slings, uh, neurofunctional acupuncture, segmental treatments, anything that crosses my mind that seems to be of interest. I hope you'll enjoy it. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Acupuncture Outsider. This is Richard Hazel. And um, if you've been following this podcast, you know that, um, well, one, um, it's a year old. I'm very excited about that. Um, and I get a lot of great feedback from people. So I plan to continue doing this until nobody wants to listen anymore. <laughs> um, but I wanted to, I was going to say, um, if you've been listening, you you probably remember when I mentioned that I bought a new electric stim device um, from Pantheon, Pantheon Research, um, for doing um, pens for for chronic pain, headaches, things like that. Um, and you can listen to that episode if you want to hear more about the actual pens treatment. But um, but I want to give my thoughts about the device. And I will say up front that I have no sponsors on this um, podcast, um, so I have no reason to um, gild the lily, so to speak. I, I have no reason to exaggerate my my um, my like or dislike of anything um, regarding electric stem devices that I'm going to talk about. Um, so I wanted to say that I'm I'm very happy with my pens my my I think it's called acupuncture pens 12 um that's the model that I have the pens 12 because um it's six leads that can each attach to two needles so 12 uh points can be treated at the same time with the same device and um it does mixed mode which is nice for doing pens, you really want to do a mixed mode where you have two different frequencies and you put it on mixed mode. Um, you have discontinuous and you have continuous. So let me just talk about that real quick. Um, so I, I have other stim devices. I have um, the Ito ES-130s. I have um, a couple of those. Um, and I have the pens device that I just got. And then I have this other... Um, um, electric stim device that I bought. I might've bought it on Amazon for like 300 bucks. I bought it mostly because it had eight leads and I thought, wow, that's awesome. 16 points. Um, and I, I barely even, I, I, well, I haven't used it since I got my uh, Pantheon device to tell you the truth. Um, uh, now that I have Pantheon, I just, that other one is just, uh, it's just a painful memory for me. Um, there are so many things that I, don't like about the cheap device that I got. The the pens device, by the way, is almost eight hundred dollars uh, U.S. So not cheap, but definitely a great investment. I can tell it's a solid quality device, 
And up till now, I've had no problems with leads getting shorts in them. Um, I always have that problem with the Etos. Those cables are so skinny and the, and I'm frequently replacing them and they're not cheap. Um, I think it's like 17 bucks per new lead. Um, the, uh, the Etos, I dropped them so many times that the, that the battery door doesn't stay on. It wants to f- slide off all the time. Um, and so, you know, I, I do like my Etos for the consistency of the signal. Um, I've never had a problem with the Eto um, blasting uh, electricity really when you first click it on, like I do with that cheaper machine that I have. Um, and uh, it, you know, and it, and if you want just a really consistent um, one hertz frequency or two hertz, if that's your preference, um, it the Etos are great, but they have three leads each, and that so that's six. That's six um, points. So you're really going to have to have two if you really want to, you know, cover as much as you, I, I would, you know, want to cover for a, a basic treatment. Um, they take one, they take a one uh, nine volt battery. The Pantheon takes two nine volt batteries. And I really love that Pantheon switched to using nine volt batteries because when I was in it in acupuncture school at Pacific, my memory of it was that we put uh, that we had to have. I think I remember that it was like C batteries, not nine volt batteries. So maybe I remember that wrong. But so many other um, larger stem devices do use the big cell batteries, the C or D batteries. I'm way more. Uh, into having nine volt batteries on hand and just having that be what I need. And they're just small, they're easy to replace. I feel like they give that having two nine volt batteries in the in the Pantheon gives it some real power. And um, as advertised, this the, the frequency is very consistent. The signaling is awesome. I have n- never, and, and I think it's by design, never seen where clicking the wheel on will blast uh, the the electricity into the needles and, and cause a big jump in the muscle, even at a low level. But on the cheaper devices, that absolutely happens. So um, that's, you know, word of caution, you get what you pay for. But um, so let's talk about, well, I'm going to talk about <laughs> the, the Pantheon. Um, so it has it has um, the six leads. The leads are thick, and I feel like they're good quality. I have not had any issues with um, cables um, breaking inside and having a short, so that I have to wiggle the cable around to get it to to work and eventually replace it. It's shipped with extra cables, so if I do have a problem, I already have spares on hand. That's awesome. Um, and I'm, I just, I really, I, I, I really always like to use my Pantheon over any other electric stem device. That's always my go-to and the, the Etos I use when I, when I've run out of leads and I still need to, um, cover some points. So it's my new favorite and very solid, very consistent, um, 
I don't think I've had to replace batteries yet, and I've had it for a while now, um, probably at least a couple months. And uh, yeah, I just think it's it's a great device, and and my next purchase for Easton will be another of the acupuncture pens uh, 12 because it's just, it's great. So, and, and so if you go to the pantheonresearch.com website, you'll see the others that they have. They have like a four pro and an eight pro. The four pro obviously covers four needles. So it's two leads. And then the eight pro covers eight needles. So it's four leads. Um, and they do millicurrent and microcurrent. So for those of you who are doing things with like scalp, um, you can, you know, that's, that's an option. They do, they also do, um, um, what do I want to say? Continuous and discontinuous. I don't believe you're going to get a mixed mode out of the pros because they just, they're smaller devices. They don't have enough room, I think, for that, the extra wheels that you need to be able to do mixed mode. Um, and maybe there's even, you know, obviously there is more technology involved. So there's a you know, different circuit board. Um, so if you, and, and, and by the way, the mixed mode is really just for doing pens treatments. So if that's not your thing and you're not doing uh, Craig, you know, uh, Craig pens uh, treatments, you really maybe don't need to have the 12 lead. You could do an eight lead. Um, I highly recommend if you haven't bought anything and you're looking at it, make sure you get something that not only does continuous, but discontinuous mode. Okay. Discontinuous is so, so helpful. I didn't have discontinuous on my Etos. I don't have, they, they're, they're a simple device. They're meant to be quality, portable device and they are but they they only do continuous at like one hertz or or whatever you set them at okay so you and and the and the etos the other reason i think a lot of people like them is because the frequency options are much broader than what you will find on on something that size you're just not going to find devices that go in the 200 range frequencies um I think the the cheaper ones that you might get, the Eastim three or something, I forget what it's called. Um, they I think they go up to like a hundred hertz, but that's it. And you'll see those those also blast uh, a jolt of electricity when you first click them on. So they're they're not they're definitely not the same quality as the Ito um, ES one thirty. So, um, but but I digress. So. You really, well, if you're treating from a neurofunctional approach, if you want to say work on um, drop foot, something I work on a lot, you want a discontinuous mode where the stim turns on and you put it at a higher frequency at 10 or 15 hertz um, and the stem turns on and contracts the muscle for three seconds. I think it's three. And then and then relaxes for three seconds. And then contracts for three seconds and then relaxes. So that is, in my opinion, better than a continuous mode 
of like one or two hertz um and you you your patient no way can you do a continuous 10 hertz um mode on somebody no that's i mean basically creating a charlie horse um or cramp in the muscle so so you if you're going to work on people who have something like a drop foot some sort of neuropathy of of the you know the motor nerve not firing or the motor nerve not signaling well to the muscle and maybe the muscle is the inhibited problem you want to have a discontinuous mode for your stem and the pens is awesome and uh, uh i'm having great results with my drop foot people um i'll i'll use uh i'll stimulate behind the head of the fibula to find that uh, peroneal nerve trunk and get that firing and then i hook up the peroneals the tib anterior extensor digitorum longus um sometimes i'll get into sometimes i'll do extensor digitorum brevis um sometimes i'll add extensor hallucis longus not always uh, depends on the patient but those are amazing and so i'll do um like 10 hertz i mean i'm sorry i'll do 10 minutes at one hertz first i'll stimulate the nerve trunk and then i'll do the one hertz um pulsing and then i'm and i'm sitting next to the patient and we're talking i will switch i'll turn off the machine i'll, I'll change the settings to 10 or 15 um, hertz i kind of like 15 better than 10 so um, lately i've been doing more 15 hertz and then i'll put it on discontinuous and then i'll i'll turn on the the stim for all those muscles i just mentioned and uh, i'll turn it up to get contractions of the muscle for like three seconds and it works so well um, i'm seeing good results for people that i was afraid weren't going to respond um and and every case is different you know sometimes people come in i have a new patient i've only seen her once she's had drop foot for 40 years but she says in the past year it's gotten worse so she had some ability to lift her foot and it's gotten worse so so i said you know i don't know if we're going to roll you back to where you were 40 years ago but if we can at least get you back to where you were before you felt like this started declining um you know is that worth um the time and effort she said yeah that's that would be good um so we'll see what happens um I don't think I saw much on the first treatment, but I tell people with drop foot, we need probably three to five, if not five to seven treatments before we should decide that it's not working. Um, it can take some time. Uh, a lot of times they do feel some improvement though in, in two or three sessions. So um, I just try to, you know, um, go address the patient that's in front of me as far as like what I think, because everybody's different. Um, I have one patient, she is about 30 years old. She was walking her dog by a little riverbed and she fell and she completely broke her fibula and tibia, broke it. I mean, I'm horrified by the thought. But they basically had to do major surgery. 
And in the process, her big toe stopped being able to lift. She can she can flex her big toe, but she can't lift it. And it just hangs. It's the weirdest looking thing. I mean, when her foot is relaxed, her big toe is pointing down to the floor. So, you know, um, I said, you know, we should try. I mean, this is the really probably the only thing that that uh, could be done if that would work, and we won't probably know for three to five sessions, if not maybe five to seven. She said, "Well, it's the only thing I I have, so I gotta try. I gotta at least try." And um, so the first session, I was doing um, peroneal nerve trunk. I was doing muscles especially the extensor hallucis longus, of course, the motor point. Um, you can see that motor point location on my Podia motor point um, course, if you're interested. Um, that's uh, the, all right, richardhazel.podia.com if you want to check it out. Um, but I didn't see any movement at all of the big toe on that visit. Um, second visit, I said, okay, let's also make sure that there's no, there's nothing going on with the flexors that could be inhibiting your already weak ability to extend your big toe. So I treated her calf muscles. I treated her flexor digitum longus, her uh, flexor hallucis longus. And um, with some stim, like just, and that one I did just just one hertz for 10 minutes with her prone. Then supine, I put two needles into uh, the extensor hallucis longus. And because I can't use a pointer to see her toe move because it's completely immobile, I have to just hope that my location is right. And so I put two needles just to maybe improve my odds. Um, and then I ran uh, the one hertz for 10 minutes. And, and then um, I started doing the 15 hertz. And we, I, now I got to tell you, the, the wheel on the intensity wheel on the Pantheon goes up to six and I had to crank it up above five, but her big toe started to lift. Very exciting. Second visit, very exciting. So once I got it lifting, then I went back down to one Hertz to make it more comfortable for her. Um, but I, I had to leave it around five on the intensity wheel but her big toe was just like lifting just a tiny bit, not a ton, um, but it was lifting. And I, I'm excited. Uh, I'm hopeful. Maybe we can get those that muscle to start responding to some stimulus. Um, we will see. Super cool. But I couldn't do that without the Pantheon. I couldn't do that. I'll say I couldn't do that without a device that has a discontinuous mode that can do the stronger stimulation that's going to actually wake those muscles up. 
Um, so, uh, so I'm, I'm really enjoying my, my, uh, Pantheon. I'm, and like I said, I feel like it's just a nice quality device. When you feel it, it has the feel of quality. It, it feels slightly heavy and the knobs are nice and, and solid, never wiggly. I don't know if you have anything that's a little cheap, the, the knobs can feel like they kind of, they kind of move around or they're not that solid. The Pantheon knobs are like built to last. They're, they're solid. When you turn them, the, even the click on the wheel feels solid. Uh, you know, you know, it's well-made. It's not, it's not chintzy and clicky. It's got a nice like thud when you turn the wheel. Um, so I just really, I'm a big fan. I, I did use Pantheons in acupuncture school. So I was familiar with the four pro. Um, and they, and, and I see why Pacific college use, use the Pantheons. They're really solid. They're, they're high quality and they're going to last, you know? Um, and they have to get put through quite a bit when you think about the, the clinic, um, and how many people go through, how many, uh, students and interns are actually using those devices. Um, but, uh, but you know, I'm, a, I, I will always get the 12, the pens 12 because of the option, the other options of mixed mode and, and more, more leads. Um, so I'm a, a big fan of that. I'll put a link in the Pantheon. I'll put the, a link in the in the copy for the for this episode, so you can check them out if you're interested. And again, I, I'm I get nothing. <laughs> I'm just giving my review, my opinion, um, because I'm a fan. And I mentioned it. I mentioned it before that I got it, and I was excited about it coming in the mail. And so I thought I should follow up and tell people what I thought. Um, so that's it. Um, have a great week and I will talk to you soon.